0: Barron's is an American weekly magazine newspaper published by Dow Jones Company. It's a division of News Corp, and it was founded in 1921 by Clarence W. Barron. What a name. As a sister publication to the Wall Street Journal, Barron's covers the U.S. financial information, they cover markets, they cover relevant statistics, and each issue provides a summary of the previous week's market activity and news and reports and outlooks and all the sorts. Well, every year, Barron's does a special thing. They do a Barron's Top 10 Stocks that they believe will perform the best in the coming year. And I think it's fun. Maybe it's just who I am, but I particularly like to look back at what has happened. And I think this list recently, I've looked at it the last year or two, and I'd look through their picks and then I filter what they've chosen against kind of what I want to look for in a stock for the long term. You see, Barron's is just looking for the next 12 months and you know they might sell the stock's Like right now, they might be selling the stocks for their 2024 portfolio, I can speak. But also, they might just be doing this for fun, for entertainment, to sell some newspapers. So maybe don't put your whole life savings in what we're about to hear, especially these ones, because today, we are looking back. I like to look back and see how things have fared. So we are going to look at the 2023 Barron's top 10 picks. And then next week, we're going to look into the future for what Barons selected for the 2024 picks. You ready? Barron's top 10 picks of 2023. How'd they do? Were they winners? Were they losers? Were they somewhere in between? You're listening to My Millennial Investor, the show where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas, market trends, and income streams so you don't have to. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. Let's get into it. As a quick disclaimer, do not, again, go rushing and buying any of these single shares or ETFs just because they are on some list. This might be something fun to track. Maybe you agree with some of their ideas and you can scan these stocks and you can look at them through your own investing thesis, but never buy a stock because someone in media mentioned it or someone on a podcast talked about it or someone in YouTube is saying it. You need to make sure an investment fits your profile and your match and your thesis before you go buying a business. Because when you buy a stock, you are buying a business. If you don't like the business, you don't like the stock. Stocks aren't just tickers and numbers that go up and down on a screen. They're actual tangible businesses. That being said, let's look into the 2023 Barron's top 10 picks. The list for 2023 included a typical mix of household names and potential surprises. We're going to get into each one. We're going to go over them. We're going to see how they did and why they were selected. I'm actually be reading some of the stuff from Barron's article from last year, and then we'll just go through. And these are in a particular order. They're in alphabetical order because we are not savages. We are civilized human beings. So number one of the Barron's top 10 for 2023 was Alcoa. Ticker symbol AA, which I would have thought would have been American Airlines. It is not. It's Alcoa, which means this is an old company because the smaller your ticker symbol, the older your company is. Alcoa produces... Aluminum. Not copper. Aluminum. Everybody loves copper. Last year, everybody was loving lithium. Nobody's paying attention to, as people on the island would say, aluminum. Alcoa is probably the world's best pure plate aluminum producer with the greenest footprint. It gets 80% of the energy from smelting operations from renewable power, mainly hydro. Alcoa stock, though, has dropped 24%. Again, remember, this is 2022, writing this. They had dropped 24% in 2022, and at $45, changes hands for less than half of its 2022 high. $98 is what Alcoa was trading at the high point in 2022, and might have they fallen. It now trades nine times earnings and 14 times what should be the forward EPS estimates. Alcoa doesn't get credit for its clean balance sheet either. China, which accounts for more than half of the global supply of demand for aluminum, is a risk, but it's also an opportunity if the Chinese economy emerges stronger in 2023 following the end of the COVID lockdowns. China also plans to curb its growth in aluminum smelters for the environmental reasons, and that could also be bullish for American-based Alcoa. So, was Barron's right on Alcoa? How did Alcoa do in 2023? Drumroll, they were not right. Alcoa opened the year at $44.50 per share and traded at the end of 2023 around $30 per share. Overall, a 30% drop. The fact is, China did not get their act together, and aluminium is still undervalued in the global landscape here entering 2024. Let's go to the next stop Alphabet. The Google parent stock dropped 34% in 2022 as revenue and growth slowed and investors worried about a weaker search advertising trends. At a recent $95 per share, can you imagine $95 per share, Google was trading for 18 times projected earnings of 2023. A market multiple for market leaders, Alphabet's core price-to-earnings ratio is even lower given it and its other business losses, including Whammo a leader in autonomous vehicles. So, what turns the stock around, writes Barron's investor Joe Rosenberg says that he thinks that Alphabet has gotten too fat and agrees with the UK investor Chris Hahn, who wrote a letter to Alphabet CEO that, quote, the cost of Alphabet is too high and the management needs to take aggressive action. That makes sense. The company's headcount is 20% up this year and has nearly doubled since the year 2018. Alphabet seems to be getting the message and recently consolidated its Maps and Ways division where it could cut deep payroll prices. Alphabet should be paying a dividend they say, something that is typical for a mature and earnings-rich company that went public 18 years ago, and that possibility is just one of the more reasons Barron says to like the stock. Well, Alphabet and or Google, ticker symbol G, G-O-O-G, never got around to that dividend as Barron was expecting, but they did capture some of the AI frenzy in the year 2023, and they went from $90 per share to $137 per share, a 55% increase. Not too shabby, Barons. Not too shabby at all. This one, however, should have been an obvious pick. If any of us liked Google as a forward-thinking, progressive company, we definitely should have liked it then. I like Google. I'm writing cash-secured puts on Google. Why I didn't buy Google at $90, I will go back and kick myself. I had Google in my holdings of the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ 100, and I would like to say that's the reason why I didn't buy single shares, but the truth is I was afraid of the market. And as our great buddy Warren Buffett says, be greedy when others are fearful. Be fearful when others are greedy. Let's get to the number three, Barons, before I get too sad about not buying Amazon, because that's what the next stock is. A slowdown at Amazon, says Barons. In the retail units this year, hammered its stock, which was off 45% in 2022, to a recent $91 low. The coming year in 2023 could be better. As the company cuts costs and realizes greater efficiencies in its online operations, they could be making big money. SVB. Interesting. Wow, that's a throwback. Silicon Valley Bank analyst is giving Barron's some information. And if you know what happened, SVB went kaput in 2023. I bet Barron's didn't have that on their watch list. Anyway, Silicon Valley bank Muffet Nathanson analyst says he has a $118 price tag for Amazon in 2023. And he estimates that Amazon's retail segment has a negative operating margins when you exclude lucrative advertising revenue. He says Amazon aims to delight its customers but also needs to make a profit in its retailing business moving forward. For three years, Amazon has experienced multiple compression. So, not great, Rice Morton. At 50 times next year's earnings, Amazon's stock isn't cheap, but few companies have two dominant businesses, retail and cloud computing, which have ample growth potential. While the stock might not match the 270% gain it posted in 2009 after the last big wipeout, it does seem poised for a better year. Interesting. Looking backwards, looking back into the past, it seems like everybody should have bought Alphabet and everybody should have bought Amazon. This seems like a no-brainer of a pick, and it probably was because at $91 Amazon, we should have loaded the boat, my friends, because the thing about being human is everyone thought more pain was coming. I thought more pain was coming. I thought a recession was happening in 2023. And I didn't load the boat on Amazon, and you probably didn't either. And now Amazon is trading at $154. It's up 81% since this pick was published, and I am still sad. I hope Barron's has a couple stinkers in here to make me feel better about myself. Speaking of stinkers, Bank of America is the next pick. That's right. The bank's slogan in recent years has been responsible growth. And that is evident in the highest quality loan portfolio among the big banks, says Barron's. Wall Street, however, isn't treating Bank of America much differently than its peers. The stock is down 25%, down to $33 per share. Still, the stock is trading under nine times projected 2023 earnings of $3.69 per share. It looks inexpensive and is yielding 2.8% dividend. The bank's conservatism extends to its dividend with an earnings pant below what some rivals are doing. The bank lends mainly to affluent customer base that could show up better in an economic slowdown. It's getting a boost to margins from the short-term rising rates. Over my three decades following the industry, I've seldom found the fundamentals improve the way that they have at Bank of America, yet the stock performs so poorly, says Wells Fargo Securities analyst Mike Mayo. Bank of America has de-risked its balance sheet more than any other big bank and is more recession-ready than any time in the past half of a century. Okay, Nick's analysis. When you look at the one-year chart of Bank of America, it looks like nothing happened. Like if you just see where it started at the end, beginning of the year compared to where it ended at the end of the year, it looks boring. Since the bank was called by Barron's, it was up 4% in 2023, which is less than what you would get in a high-yield savings account from Bank of America if they had one. But in reality, the stock experienced crazy volatility. It fell 21% at one point in May, aka it's when Silicon Bank and everybody else was falling. It came back plus 4% to end of the year. That's a 25% turnaround from May to December. Either way, Not necessarily a great pick by Barron's, but not really a disaster either if you held the stock and you had the stomach to hold it through a 21% fall in May. The next stock on Barron's 2023 list is Berkshire Hathaway. Old Warren. Warren Buffett's company remains the ultimate defensive mega stock and deserves strong consideration in investors' profiles, says Barron's. Its Class A stock rose 4% this year against a 15% negative total return for the S&P 500. Ring them bells, Warren. Making 4% in 2022 is no small feat. That allowed Berkshire to blow past the faltering Tesla and Meta platforms. However, looking back, those two did very well in 23. Anyway, moving on. The outlook for 2023 is good. CEO Buffett roused himself to a post-pandemic lethargy and was an aggressive buyer of stocks this year, including a $10 billion purchase of Occidental Petroleum, OXY, and about $20 billion of Chevron, CVX. He also reached a deal to buy property and casually insurer Allegheny for $12 billion. Those investments will shift earnings as the income from Berkshire's $100 billion cash shores up rates they can live through a lot with $100 billion in cash on the sidelines. Berkshire's earnings power is running more than $30 billion annually thanks to its wide range of businesses, including railroads, insurers, and energy. The stock looks reasonably priced, trading at 1.4 times estimated year-end, and is in, in line for the average of over five years. One risk Barons points out is that Buffett's longevity as CEO, given that he is 92 years old, he is irreplaceable, but his departure could benefit shareholders if the new CEO decides to either A, do a dividend, or B, break the company up. Charlie Munger passed away in November 2023. He was Warren's right-hand man, and perhaps in the future we will see if Charlie's passing has any performance negatives on Berkshire. But right now, Warren has said that Berkshire is set up so it's to be an easy transition of power. He says anyone can run the company. In fact, there's an old quote saying, you need to have a company that a monkey could run because one day a monkey might. Sadly, Charlie had passed away, and it's probably not so far in the future that Warren Buffett will either pass away or step down as well. In the meantime, Berkshire Hathaway was up 18% in 2023, and this was a good pick by Barron's. That is five out of 10. So let's take a quick break, pay the bills, and come back and see the next five Baron Picks for 2023. How do they do? Does Barons know what they're talking about? We'll find out. We'll be right back.
1: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Okay, welcome back. Pick number six of reviewing Barron's top 10 for 2023 is Comcast. Shares of the telecommunications giant were hit by a slowdown in business of broadband and high-speed internet access, while cable and TV customers are cutting the cord and they're bailing on old-school cable. The stock has dropped 30% and started 2023 at $35 per share. Wall Street isn't thrilled with their subscale Peacock streaming business, which is losing $2 billion per year, and many investors would like to see... NBC and Sky spun off or sold from away from Comcast. Investors generally aren't fans of Comcast's diversified portfolio, and the company undoubtedly pays a substantial conglomerate discount because of it. So they started the year at $46 per share. How'd they do? I've been watching the morning show on Apple TV Plus lately, and this pick makes me think of that. Like, Who wants to buy a legacy TV company? Well, Barron's pick of Comcast proved me wrong. Because in 2023, they were up about 25%. Who knew that boring, large conglomerate TV companies could still make you money in the stock market? Number seven, Delta Airlines. Delta was the best managed of the airlines and is poised to experience significant earnings growth over the next two years. The stock at around $34 looks expensive, says Barron's, trading for six times its 2023 projected earnings at $5.50 a share. Based on the midpoint of Delta's recent projection, it's trading at five times the earnings of even up to 2024 of $7 per share. Indeed, Delta is using its free cash flow to pay down pandemic-era debt and hasn't joined rival Southwest Airlines in reinstating its dividend. Delta is the industry leader in the segment in the airline cabin and has a strong hub of networking airports all around America and in the world and is poised to be ready for a comeback. How they do Delta finished 2023 up 24%. And what a wild ride ahead. At one point in July, they were up 50% before falling down quite a bit and then bouncing back up. Delta formed a huge head and shoulders pattern. In fact, they're in right now. If you know much about technical analysis, you can just Google head and shoulders pattern. And they're currently have a head and shoulders on the one-year chart. So I don't think that personally, that Delta Airlines is out of the woods. However, they did finish 2023 up 24%, but I would not expect them to be on Barron's list for 2024. Cut your wins and run. Airline stocks are crazy. Madison Square Garden Sports is our next competitor. Sports teams are gardening record prices. If you didn't know that billionaires are paying crazy money to have trophy assets. But MSG is one of only two publicly traded major professional sports. And the stock looks like a bargain. When you think about all these billionaires throwing cash to buy sports teams with MSGS trading at $160 per share, the company is valued at $3.9 billion, $4.1 billion including net debt. That's a 50% discount to the combined franchise number. MSG owns the New York Knicks, which have a value of $6.1 billion, and the New York NHL Hockey Rangers at $2.2 billion. So they own two teams that are worth $8.3 billion. However, the whole stock is only trading at $3.9 billion. That is, good math, Barons. a 50% discount. They blame it on the quote-unquote Dolan discount because the full value of a sports team is usually only realized in a sale and the controlling Dolan family of MSG doesn't want to sell. One big plus that could happen is with a new NBA TV contract after the 2024 season, it could at least double the pain of the current one, and MSG could see that reflect in the company stock. And personally, this one was really interesting to me. If you're looking for a great business with a margin of safety, this possibly could be the one. It is true that sports franchises are selling for crazy money. Mark Cuban just sold 57% of his interest in the Dallas Mavericks, which is a NBA team, if you didn't know. He sold 57% of them to the Las Vegas Sands Corporation for $2 billion. So he still keeps his portion of the team, and he gets $2 billion. So yeah, there is money in sports. So to own two great American franchises and finish the year down 3%, that's a little weird. I'm actually going to look into MSG and see what's going on. Possibly there is a value play for 2024. Stay tuned for more information. Next stock on the list, Medtronic. Medtronic is a dividend aristocrat, which means that they are paying out a dividend and has increased their dividend at least 20 straight years. Medtronic ain't no chump. They've done 45 straight years of payout increases in the dividend. But the shares in the company, a top maker of medical devices, haven't been real regal performers. Its stock is around $78 per share and is off 24% in 2022. And in fact, they are negative over a five-year term going into 2023. The stock looks attractive, comparing 14 times projected earnings of its fiscal year ending in April. It has half the P.E. ratio of their rival Boston Science and Stryker. And the dividend is 3.5% after an 8% boost payout in May. Company has had some problems though. It lowered guidance by 30 cents a share for the upcoming year. It also had a pipeline setback for a kidney device designed to lower blood pressure. So, how did Medtronic do? Well, some of the actions of the CEO helped a little bit, but not enough to make Wall Street all that excited. Medtronic finished 2023 up 3.4%. which is exactly 1% less than my high-yield savings account, and 6% less than the U.S. Treasury bond that I purchased last October. This is a very profitable company, but it's going the wrong way in terms of growth, and I would say Barron's kind of missed the boat on this one. Lastly, the 10th company on Barron's 2023 look-back list is Toll Brothers. Yep, Toll Brothers, T-O-L-L. Toll Brothers is a home builder, and their stock was down 30% in 2022. It might look like the roof is caving in, says Barron's, but that probably is not the case. Yes, mortgage rates have doubled, but Toll, the top luxury home builder, is more insulated than its peers. <laughs> Good pun. Anyway, Toll Brothers sells an average of $1 million homes, and about 20% of toll buyers pay cash, and many are selling homes for a lot more than what they paid for them. New orders were down 50% of the last quarter of 2022, and Toll still has a large backlog of homes they still need to build. Toll is also looking inexpensive, though. At about $50 per share, the stock trades below the book value of $55 per share, and Ben Graham would call that margin of safety. To say that Barron's saved the best for last would be an understatement, because Toll, ticker symbol T-O-L, is up 104% in 2023. Right as mortgage rates are beginning to fall again in the United States, maybe this hot pick keeps the magic alive in 2024. We will see, but dang it, I wish I had a stock that went up 104%, but I didn't. Hey, listen up, guys. Next week, we're going to go over Barron's top 10 for 2024. And then, because it's not looking back, it's looking forward, I will make a few bold predictions on their predictions. Something in the Midwest we call being an armchair quarterback. Thanks for tuning in, guys. You've been listening to My Millennial Investor, the show, where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas, market trends, and income streams, so you don't have to. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. We'll see you next week. This podcast is produced and published by Oregon Trail Investor in the USA. All information is for entertainment purposes only. The brand My Millennial Investor is used under license.